Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. Shows outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high. You'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude. Fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise. It's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great stimulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be my best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Dave and Tracy Repchek, their wonderful children, their friends and family. And we all want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. And that means you. Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one radio show. You might be wondering why this is so. Memorable quotes, life lessons, and so much more. The Coach's Corner will make you soar. All outstanding guests that we love to feature, you will find this show to be the best teacher. Great authors like Ted Siuba and Bernie Siegel, awesome leaders that soar like an ego. Beverly Nadler with Here's to Your Health, Home Business Opportunities to Increase Your Wealth. Kurt's impersonation and improvisation add to the show's transformation, broadcasting live across America and around the globe with timely topics and issues to probe. The chat room is always fun. We see your comments and appreciate each one. Want to change your life? Change your approach. And hire me, Joyce Barry, to be your life coach. And folks, what a show today. Today's show is called Appreciation of Fathers and Mothers. And we have two extraordinary guests, Dave and Tracy Ripchuk. Honor thy father and mother. This commandment should always be in the forefront of for all children. Today it is our honor to have on our show Dave and Tracy Ripchuk, an extraordinary couple, and by all measures, extraordinary parents. Of course, they do have three extraordinary children, Caleb, Kennedy, and Celeste. We did an amazing show with with these three special youngsters on May 24, 2013, in a show called Teens Talking to Teens. On March 8, 2013, we featured 
features a whole Ripchuck family. Do check both shows out in our archives. Listen today to get inspired by these role model parents, Tracy and Dave Ripchuck. So I want to go to, well, first I want to welcome uh, both of you. Dave, um, did you have a nice Father's Day? It was fabulous, uh, Joyce. And one, thank you for inviting me on today. I, I do feel so honored. It's, it's such a fabulous show. Um, yesterday, I had the great honor of, of uh, seeing all three kids. So uh, that's a unique thing. Usually, they're you know as they get a little older, they're all off doing things all the time. So uh, I'm still getting used to the empty nester thing. <laughs> How empty could it be with someone like Tracy there? I would think she keeps things <laughs> rocking and rolling. <laughs> she, there's never a dull moment around here. There's, uh, she's moving faster uh, as the years go by. I, I just can't understand that. <laughs> because she's like Benjamin Button. She ages in reverse. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> well, folks, who is Dave Repchek? He's a work-at-home dad, a terrific father, Tracy's husband, and her business partner since 1992. He's a former computer associate senior manager of product development and created extensive product lines, integrated mobile solutions with accounting, and developed massive system for banks, governments, lottery companies, Fortune 100, 500, all the way to small businesses. Dave assists companies with their internet marketing, mobile marketing, and social media. And I understand, added to that list, you're a painter and photographer as well. Is that true? Uh, that is. Uh, it's probably like uh, like many parents, though. It, it's those things that uh, you wish you had more time for, but uh, just don't uh, don't quite get around to it. And I have a theory that says behind every powerful man is a woman telling him he's wrong. But I suspect with your wife and your role model marriage, Tracy always tells you you're right. Is that true or <laughs> false, Tracy? Um, I, actually, the, probably the better person to ask might be Dave. But um, I, um, I believe that I um, encourage him as much as he encourages me. Tracy is an internet marketing and social media guru. She's a speaker and business strategist. She is the best-selling author of 31 Days to Millionaire Marketing Miracles, an excellent book that provides information you want to be successful in business. I really like the book, and I hereby acknowledge its value. She also wrote Facebook Mastery for Business and Understanding Mobile Marketing. She's an award-winning entrepreneur since 1985. She's spoken in over 30 countries. She's been on our show several times before, and I just find that Tracy and Dave are absolutely the role model parents, of which I know no other. So uh, we're honored, we're blessed to have you represent the world of parents as they should show up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joyce, it's too much. I can't take it. (laughs) <laughs> if you ever forget how great you are as parents, just call into our archives and listen and listen to any of our shows. They are all in archives, and every one of them was extraordinary. So I want to start uh, with you, Dave. Um, which takes more work? 
to be a husband or a parent? Um, that's a that's a very good question. Um, and but I'm I'm going to complete your question just a bit if if you allow me to. Um, it's not work. Um, really, it was attention. And uh, one of the things you know when when Tracy and I kind of started our family, started our relationship, and and then the family, it's really attention, um, time for each other. Um, and so none of it was none of it was work. It's all um, you know where your emotions go, where your attention goes, where you have intent to create a beautiful life. And you know for the both, you know we had a fabulous life together. Um, then when we uh, were blessed with our first, um, you know everything changed. And, and you might have heard this from Tracy before: is that we at that point decided we were moving the business home because we wanted to raise kids. So our focus changed from work, that's what we did in each other, to a home environment. And uh, and, and in those days, that was like 96, 95, 96, we decided you know what, we're going to go remote, we're going to put employees. We knew we're, they thought we were crazy. So it's just really a matter where do you put your attention to really get things. Dave, I just got to let you know, you, you it's know, going in and out. I don't know if you're moving around or what, but it is going in and out and getting a little muffled. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, sitting here. It might be just the kind of sometimes local reception causes that. Okay. Hopefully I'll, uh, I'll uh, you know, we, Yeah, if we have to have you on the same line, we can do that. Um, okay. So uh, I understand time is really an issue more than responsibility and parenting. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, and it's funny. <clears throat> I was just kind of thinking of, of what we do, <clears throat> both Tracy and I's parents. And time, you know, is one of those things that, you know, if you have busy people and you want to get additional things done, you know, uh, busy people can always find more time. Um, and, and between, you know, between work and family, that, that was always the thing. But, you know, when it came down to the line of, of, you know, like last night, for example, we, we were supposed to be working with a a consultant, uh, Sunday night. And instead, uh, my daughter came home. She had a couple hours she could uh, drop by and we just canceled our meeting and we decided we're going to go play in the park. You know, we took a Frisbee, we took a ball and to us. Family's always, uh, you know, high on the charts. Yes, I can gather that. That's why I said you are role model parents. Over to you, Trish. See, what takes more work to be a wife or a mother for you? <laughs> um, actually, being a wife is, is very easy with Dave. Um, he's incredibly easygoing. Uh, he's very catering. He's very um, giving and we're very uh, communicative, and I think that's one of the very important parts of a successful marriage and of successful parenting is to ensure that all lines of communication are open regardless of what's happening um, uh, around. And so uh, it, it's actually very easy uh, in general being married to Dave. And, and then in, in our situation, too, you you have to add another level of complexity in that we work together 24-7 as well. So 
we have three um, dynamics that we're always juggling, which is work, uh, home, and the children. And now, of course, the children are breeze, you know, because they're, they, you know, just had another birthday on Father's Day, in fact, and so now we've got a, um, a oh, wow, it's like, what, 20, 21 and 22-year-old. Uh, and so now it, it's quite easy. But, you know, when we were younger uh, with the business and with Dave and, and the kids were at our feet while we were building the business, you know, at, at age two, three, four type of thing, um, Dave was, was kind of the godsend in the scenario. I couldn't have done what I did without him. Uh, you know, while I was on the phone or while I was, you know, traveling or uh, for for work or for speaking on stages and things of that nature, he was always there caring for the kids and doing whatever was needed in any capacity. Um, and and so really I've, I've been blessed on every level. I'm just curious because you, you guys, any I can imagine people listening and saying, wow, they're together all the time. I go crazy, and, and we're separated for most of the day, and I go crazy. I hear that a lot. And given you're together all the time, by any chance, was it love at first sight, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was kind of love at first sight. I, I literally saw him. Uh, I was a... Um, a, a, a developer, like a, a programmer in my own business, and he was, of course, at that time, a senior manager of Computer Associates. I saw him across the room from a trade show uh, up in Toronto, Canada, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's the one. <laughs> Did you run after him till he caught you? Um, yeah, it was a little, honestly, it was a little bit like that. <laughs> I was, uh, I seed planted, I made and created opportunities for us to run into each other. I had problems that I needed to call him about with the software. So there was um, a lot of kind of placing myself in, in the best position. <laughs> and I have to ask you, Dave. But on your part, was it love at first sight? And did you know that Tracy had these grand plans for you? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know about the grand plans, but there was uh, definitely, I guess, the first sight, uh, I certainly was attracted. Um, then later on that day, um, we had an opportunity just to sit and talk. And as we continued to talk and get to know one another, at, at that point, I realized, you know what, this is, uh, this is quite an amazing woman, and um, yeah, this this is it. No more uh, no more looking around. I I found her, and it was kind of a a very very nervous feeling, something that I'd never experienced before. But um, it was quite beautiful. I'll tell you, I'm not married to Tracy, but I picked up right away when first we talked that she was an amazing woman. So I didn't know whether to give her credit for her amazingness because you gave or she earned it all by herself. <laughs> well, it is. There is definitely a partnership, you know. Uh, um, when we met, uh, Tracy, you know, was a very... Was, yeah, I'll say was a very intense individual focusing on work and, and just kind of, that was pretty well it. That was where, you know, her energy was. And and I I think my and us getting together, 
she then started to change her viewpoint of the world and of herself in terms of um, probably accepting that there might be a family down the road. Uh, we never really quite talked about this, but that's the way I felt. I don't know. What do you think, Trace? Um, well, honestly, uh, when I was growing up, for sure, I wasn't looking at children as a possibility. I was an entrepreneur at the age of 19. I was building a company, um, and it was all work for me. Uh, you know, kind of work and play. And so I didn't see where kids were going to fit into that. And then, of course, when I met Dave, honestly, uh, that changed. And like he said, all of a sudden, I think I'd met a man that I believed I could raise children with because I knew, quite frankly, how difficult it might be raising kids with me simply because of... um, the the intensity that it, that I have for you know being being a successful entrepreneur. It sounds like a, a marriage made in heaven. I just want to know how long were you together before you tied that knot? Um, it, it was two years, I guess. Yeah, because we met in '92, married in '94, and we had our first child in '95. Oh, Although wow. I have to say, Joyce. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I have to say, That's though, okay. I think after we met, um, we both decided this was it. I mean, it was like we were already married. Um, you know, it was something that we assumed was just going to happen, and, you know, we, we were just busy getting our company going. Um, you know, marriage wasn't important, and uh, we already knew in our heads we were going to get married, and, uh, you know, it was going to be fabulous. I think, as I said, you know, talking to you guys over the years, um, you just somehow got it all figured out, where a lot of parents and a lot of spouses, they don't have it even on the board of figuring it out yet. Uh, Let's get to the kids. How old are your children, Tracy? So now, as of yesterday, they're 20, 21, and 22, all born in June. Really? Yeah. How did you manage to do that? You wanted that, them to that be around to celebrate Father's Day? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a, we have no idea. We're sure even one was immaculate conception, but they were all meant to be. Meant to be, sounds like it. Now, whose idea was it to homeschool the children? It was our daughter's idea. Um, that wasn't on our radar at all. And then when she was uh, 12 years old, Celeste uh, said she wanted to uh, start her own uh, business. And so she had it all worked out. She had the plan. Um, And so she started the company, her own little business there, and started to make money. And so when it came time for her to go back to school in September, she was like, oh, I'm not going back to school. I've got my company. I know what I want to do now. So she was like, done, (laughs) only legally you can't do that. So it was quite incredible, really. I I sat down in front of the TV that night when we realized that we needed to resolve um, uh, this issue here. And on TV was an ad for um, kind of online schooling. It was the identical identical, uh, education as being going into the school system. 
It was the same testing. Everything was standard. If you wanted to continue to college, you absolutely could. Uh, there was no changes. And so we called that number and we enrolled our child um, into the program. And then they started doing school literally, in, you know, in the house with us. Uh, and it ultimately turned out to be, you know, three kids, uh, my husband and myself, all in the same room. And that created a, a harmony and balance and joy and, and wonder that we couldn't even explain as all of us were now together 24-7. And I did know that Celeste, uh, when we talked a while back, she was an actress, a beautiful model. Uh, sounds like she's very independent, though, uh, you know, and has a mind of her own. And how does that fit in with your kind of parenting? Uh, that's right up our alley um, because we we have the belief that as as a children as a child come into the world, uh, whether unique or, uh, perception, I don't know. But they're spiritual beings, and they've chosen us to guide them, not control them. And so all we did was nurture, give them respect, listen to them, um, communicate, and treat them, uh, you know, as, as a person with the ability to make decisions and yet be responsible for the consequences of their decisions. And it really created independent kids for sure. I mean, I'll never forget one day when Celeste said to us, um, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm flying to Canada to go see my friend. And she was, again, like 13 years old, and she'd already, like, you know, arranged the ticket and everything. So, um, And then we let her go. You know, she if she was capable of getting it that far, she was going to be able to go herself, and, and that's what we let happen. And Kennedy is the middle one, correct? No, Kennedy is the eldest, Celeste is the middle, and Caleb's the youngest. Oh, Kennedy's the oldest. And so uh, Caleb is the youngest, Celeste is the middle. Yes. Okay. So the other two children, do they uh, exhibit that kind of independence as well? Do you want to answer that one, Dave? Um, yeah, sure. They, you know, I always compared, you know, I, I think about when you ask me that, you know, how were the other two? I mean, they were independent in their own ways, and that's kind of what made each of them unique, and, and you could see that. You know, uh, uh, my dad always viewed kids as coming out of a cookie cutter, and although later on in years he realized, you know what, they are different. They're, they don't come out of a cookie cutter. Um, but, you know, Kennedy was unique in that she was uh, an avid reader. She loved to work on her own. You know, she uh, did a lot of drawing and painting and creating, that sort of thing. And so that was kind of her own independence. Uh, Caleb, you know, he was on his own. He, you know, loved cars, loved building things, loved creating. That, In fact, all kids were, all of our three were very creative from that perspective. But they each developed their own independence and you know and independence can be like celeste you know she wants to travel she wants to go and see her friends where the other two are quite happy to stay at home but they again had a different sort of independence and we appreciated it well that's wonderful that you were all on the same page that's why it works so well is there a good cop and a bad cop between the two of you um <laughs> 
I don't know if we call it good cop, bad cop. Uh, they know if one decides something, they're not going to get away with it from the other because generally Davis and I see <laughs> eye to eye. Um, I'm laughing uh, because I know how children have mastered the art of pitting one against the other. So you're saying that doesn't work with you too. It, it really can't because we're together so much. There's no gap where they can catch you, you know, and kind of uh, and kind of play that game. But but they never. Here's the I think one of the biggest things they never had to play a game because they didn't need to lie and manipulate to kind of attempt to get what they wanted. Which uh, you know, children have a tendency to to lie and and that when they're not getting you know their own way per se and so it's not like we gave them their own way but they would come and say hey I've got this place that I want to go to it's going to be overnight it's a you know they're bucky boys there's going to be boys and girls whatever it was that they were going through or they were about to ask permission for um, they would tell us the absolute truth they would give us all the data and facts to think with and then we would pose it back to them and with things like, so how are you going to react in that situation? What would be the best, you know? Um, so if your friends are drinking, what will you be doing? If they're smoking, if they're smoking up, if they're doing drugs, if they're, you know, getting into trouble, if they're about to get into a car drunk, we would constantly ask them, you know, and so they got very used to making their own decisions and not having to lie or, you know, put one of us against the other on what should they do because ultimately we would let that decision be up to them with what they did. What I think was great about that, it was all anticipation. You thought well ahead and you were ready for all contingencies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that. It's funny, as they um, went through teenage years, um, you started to reach the, the latter part of the teenage years, what they would do, and, and all parents experience this, is that now something small, the kid or the as a child views, he's making his own mind up, he's got his own decisions, he's, you know, maybe not participating in the family like he used to because, you know, they're looking at more independence. You know, we would still say to them, you know, you're you're living here, but now your actions have a much bigger effect on the family than they used to when you were nine or eight or nine years old. You know, when you're eight or nine, you know, you could do something and, and you know, you, you'd have a timeout or something like that. Now you make those decisions, you cause problems for me or for the house or for your mother. And so, you know, you have to kind of just help them frame what is wrong or what is out or what they have to correct. And for our our kids, generally, they were able to kind of see that. Certainly you'd have to remind them a few times, but they would kind of grow into their, you know, their their new power or their new freedom, whatever it might be. Again, just having that additional responsibility and, and getting better with it. I'm just curious, if Tracy made a decision with the kids that you disagreed with, mm-hmm. I know you had a unified front, I got the kids couldn't play one against the other, I got all that, but did you go to Tracy to try to get on the same page, or you thought, well, she said that, I'll accept that? Yeah, that's that's the way that would go. Um, you know, I think, and between Tracy and myself, we had great 
we do have great respect for one another, uh, our decisions, our our directions, whatever it might be. And so if she decided, you know what, I'm going to let the kids do X. And I thought, holy crap, that's possible <laughs> issues there. Well, I guess, you know, if uh, whatever it might be, I, I'm kind of seeing something that might occur. You know what, I'm going to let her go with it. And, uh, you know, it, it would always work out. Maybe, the, you know, might be some, some growing pains along the way, whatever that might be. But there were, I guess in a family, you really have to consider the fact that there's not just you in the family and your way of doing things. And so that, that would was be kind of ultimate key. trust and, and faith in each other. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, 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 again, as I said, I do talk about you two a lot, but it's all good. You're, you are exemplary parents. I think you should put aside all your business endeavors and go around the world and teach people how to be parents. The world would be a much better place, much better. I have the ultimate respect for you, and as I say, whenever I want to give a role model, I come to you and I come to your great, great kids. Folks, another thing I, I have the most respect for is this show and the reasons you should be listening every day. In the words of our wise health guru, Beverly Nadler, here are some of the reasons. Listen to me. I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we do ask that you partner up with us in having this happen. Simply go to Joyce Barry and Friends.com, B-A-R-R-I-E, Joyce Barry and Friends.com on the upper left of the home page. Right under my picture, it says follow. And if you simply click on that, you will get an email about every show, every guest, every topic. All our shows are archived. So, for example, if you go to that homepage, JoyceBarryAndFriends.com, check it out. And then on the upper right on the search bar, you put in Tracy Repchick, R-E-P-C-H-U-K, 
all her shows will come up. Dave's shows will come up. Reptile family, they will all come up. So every show has remained in our archives. We've never taken out a show because we are humbly stating that we love every show and every guest we choose really does make a difference. Before we move on, Tracy, why don't you give people your websites for people who want to know more about you and what you do besides being a fabulous mom? Sure. Uh, my website is uh, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, R-E-P-C-H-U-K.com. That's simple enough. <laughs> you keep everything simple. Tracy, and as I said, she's an author and so much more. Uh, and Dave, do you have a website? I, I don't really. Um, our corporate website, though, is innersurf.com. And that is spelled I-N-N-E-R-S-U-R-F dot com. And just just a just a bit of uh, information here that the company name is something Tracy and I had years ago, and uh, kind of just to show you how we kind of viewed the world. And it uh, it's a combination of inner, so you like your inner being, and surf, um, figuring out kind of who you are or figuring out the world. That's where that name came from. So. Uh, that's been our company for decades. And I would say that you guys figured out who you were a long, long time ago because you can't have children like you have without being role model and examples for them. So kudos to both of you, truly. Uh, just about everyone I know and people they know are coming from dysfunctional families in one way or another. How do you manage to stay so perfect, Tracy? Um, I won't call it perfection, but I will call it the ability to um, stay in present time, listen exactly and look at the current situation in front of me and make my decisions and evaluations based on that, not based on history, not based on on something somebody might have said to me, not based on what happened before, any of that. It's all what is in front of me right now, and I, I decide from there. Sounds like very good advice to me. Dave, anything you want to add to that? Well, yeah, I, I would uh, definitely agree that, you know, for us, we were always kind of students of the world in that, you know, we would, you know, watch what's going on and um, look around and making our own decisions. And uh, I think that would probably be be a key thing. And that's something that we try to instill in the, in the uh, children as well, in our kids, um, really to kind of get what's going on around you, have a look, and make your own mind up. I mean, so many people these days are just swayed by, well, whatever it might be, mass media or, or, you know, even just friends who have a strong opinion about something or other when your judgment would, would dictate otherwise. And so I think it's for us making, you know, observing, making our own mind up and, and teaching that to our kids is, is one of the uh, um, accomplishments, I think, that, that we could say we've been able to do as parents well i think you've definitely got the book on uh how to make things work i just want to share some of my favorite quotes 
and Robert Frost, you don't have to deserve your mother's love. You have to deserve your father's. He's more he's more particular. Uh, a, fr- a French proverb, a father is a banker provided by nature. Ann Getty says any man can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. Uh, father Enid Bagnall says a father is always making his baby into a little woman, and when she is a woman, he turns her back again. Uh, you Renko, Ruth Renko says sometimes the poorest man leaves his children the richest inheritance. And this by Anonymous, a truly rich man, I always say Anonymous is my favorite author, a truly rich man is one whose children run into his arms when his hands are empty. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the small boy's definition of Father's Day, it's just like Mother's Day, only you don't spend so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Charles Wadsworth says, by the time a man realized that maybe his father was right, he usually has a son who thinks he's wrong. How about those truisms? Aren't they right on? Yeah, they really are. And I would agree with you, Joyce. I think the um, uh, the, the anonymous author, um, he uh, – I mean, to me, I can identify with that. I I remember once when uh, we had just moved from the city to a country. We bought an acre property. Uh, We had a kind of a big pond, and uh, we took our office uh, home, and I was rebuilding kind of the basement, wiring it all. This is the days of wiring before Wi-Fi. And uh, and I was undertaking a lot of programming projects as well. I mean, we still had some programmers, but I was doing a lot more. And, and I, I remember one day kind of coming out of the hole in the basement after wiring and programming and just feeling empty, you know, just totally wiped out and kind of just went out up, up top uh, on the deck to sit in the sun. And the kids, just for whatever reason, sensed that, you know, dad wasn't, you know, quite up to his normal self, whatever it is. And they all came around showing me things and sitting on my lap. And uh, so I can really identify with that uh, that recent quote. Very cool. Which one in particular was that? That was the one that uh, uh, it had a man who has well, uh, nothing in his hands or is empty. Oh, yeah, yeah, feels- yeah. That's a true, uh, a truly rich man is one whose children run into his arms when his hands are empty. There you go. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I, this one I guess is my favorite. A father carries pictures where his <laughs> where his money used to be. <laughs> Very good. I, I I've collected quotes since I was in school. I literally have books on quotes on absolutely everything. I I, I find that uh, as a coach, a great way for people to remember something, to learn something, they connected to the quotes. So uh, I just love, I have books and books of quotes and including mine that I've researched. Um, William Shakespeare said, it's a wise father that knows his own child. So it sounds to me like you both really know your children. So let me ask you this tricky question. I'll start with Tracy. If there was one thing you could change about any of your kids, what would that be? Wow. Um, I don't think I'd change anything because they're the fabric 
of where they need to be to become uh, who they are meant to be. Um, And so one iota of even wishing a change like that could cause a ripple effect in, in really the direction that they're going. And so I, uh, you know, it, it's not that um, there aren't things that aren't optimal per se, but that's, you know, it, it's not for me to even um, go in that realm of, of, oh, geez, if only it was different or if only this, because uh, it's not my journey. I am here uh, as the guide and guardian, and and so they have to absolutely be who they are. Uh, Perhaps this question is a little easier. <laughs> if, there, if there was one thing you could change about Dave, what would that be? Ah, that is easier. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's much easier because now, you know, I'll, I'll call his evolutionary cycle isn't as delicate as a child's, right? There's more habits that have now been in, introduced to somebody that um, you want to do. I think now in in the new era of where we are, which is a little bit of being an empty nester, um, I think, uh, Dave, I'd like him to kind of step solidly into the business and assume a, a, a co-leadership role. That's Are you getting this, Dave? <laughs> I am. I am. And, you know, for me, it, it's interesting because, you know, I've had to go through uh, an evolution in my life. And as we all have, you know, we all kind of change and, and you adapt to settings. But um, probably over the last 10 years, I mean, Tracy, for the most part, in our in our non-software business, uh, Tracy was the face. You know, she's been the speaker and the author and the coach. And I've just viewed myself as kind of the administrator and, uh, you know, kind of keeping things rolling. So I, I never saw myself really having a big role. Um, and so, yeah, I can definitely kind of see looking at doors as uh, needing to be opened and uh, stepping into them and, you know, helping us both evolve the business even more and, and you know, using more of who I am to help the business and uh, what we want to do with the rest of our lives. Both are just so highly intelligent and articulate and extraordinary. I just have one complaint, and that is you're not on my show enough. So consider this an open invitation to come back whenever you wish on whatever you wish. You guys are fabulous. Oh, well, we adore you, Joyce. That, that's fabulous. Well, that's, Thanks very much. That's part of the requirement to come back. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me go to you, Dave. Same question. If there was anything you could change about your kids, what would it be? Um, I, I was thinking too. You know, when you asked uh, Tracy that, and and really, it. I also think you know. I mean, none of us are perfect, and and I think each one of us are our own worst critic. I think if there's any changing going to happen, it's got to be with ourselves. Um, it's like the the guy, you know, you don't throw rocks when you live in a glass house. 
you can't say to somebody, you know, you've got to change this way or that way because you are not them. And, uh, you know, like Tracy said, too, you know, we're, we're the guides, uh, kind of the guardians, although at this stage now we're just really support staff. You know, if things go really bad for any of the kids, we're just there to, you know, guide them along. We're, you know, love and support. That, that's what we do. Um, but for each individual, they they are their own, and they have to do the changing. You know, they have to see. You know what? I don't like this about myself. I'm going to change it. And if I can help in any way, or we can guide them along, that's what we'll do. But you know, it's it. We are our own worst critic, and so what do you see needs to change in yourself, and who can help you do that? <laughs> Very good point. So now I ask you that question. If there was one thing you could change about Tracy, what would that be? Uh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I, I was saying earlier, she's kind of moving faster and faster, and uh, just within the company and decisions, and, and both of us are going through an evolution. If I was to change something I don't have anything to change about her because, you know, I've always respected uh, what she is able to do, um, how fast she can create or evolve uh, some of those things. So I would kind of put it to me, it's a a challenge. She's challenging me to pick up the pace to um, be a better person. So that's interesting. I've sort of reversed it on you, Joyce. Um, I, I just see, you know what? I want to get better at um, whatever it might be. I mean, she she has almost this this eternal youth, like you say, with a a Benjamin Button growth uh, curve on life. And uh, so I'm not quite the Benjamin Button type, but you know what? There's no reason why I can't be. And uh, (laughs) so that's what I have to look at. Well, you know, I consider you guys so exemplary as parents, as as a married couple, that just know that in my coaching, if I was coaching a couple, which I do on relationships, I wouldn't ask anyone that question, what one thing could you change? I would ask the average couple, (laughs) what ten things would you change? (laughs) So consider it a supreme compliment. It wouldn't even occur to me to say, what one thing would you change? I'm going to go to my studio. (laughs) Thanks. I'm going to go to my studio lines here. Eight five five seven seven seven. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Brad. I'm calling from Blog Talk Technical Support. There seems to be some problems with your show. show? Uh, Yes, there have been people complaining. I cut him. I don't know why Blog Talk would be calling me now. So, no, no, no. Uh, they wouldn't. Just know they wouldn't. So I'm going to guess at what that call was because it happened to me before. They're not going to call mm. me in the middle of my show. I've been uh, – <laughs> hold on to your seatbelts because I'm telling you the truth. Howard Stern show called into my show twice. I fell for it the first time, played along because I really thought it was someone – calling me, you know, about a question or a comment or whatever. I really believed it, played along with it. And about four or five days later, I get a call from someone 
screaming into the phone, Joyce, Joyce, listen, you're on Howard Stern right now. Right now, I put the radio next to the phone. I kid you not. And the whole interview was on the air. That's when they replayed that interview. You follow me? So I says, my God, if I'm going to be pranked by anyone, why not be pranked by the master, the master of masters? So I called them right back, my friends that heard the show. It was one of the owners of a company uh, that's a regular on my show. He was screaming in the phone, you're on with Howard, you're on with Howard's show. So I said, you've got to send me the MP3 of that, which he did. He (laughs) created it, sent it to me, and I sent it out to everyone. I said, look, nobody appreciates being pranked, but if you're going to be pranked, be pranked by the best. So so then when it happened again, and it was a different identity, a different shtick, um, I, I knew right away, I, I knew the difference. You know, people call in, sometimes the board is full, sometimes it's a handful. It's different every day, depending on the promos, uh, you know, how many people, my guests, let's know, my followers. So I never know. But that's the power of the mic. You can turn it on. The, the, the blog would never, ever in the middle of my show talk to me about my show. <laughs> well, and I, I consider that to be a very high compliment, you know, is that they're they're trying to duplicate your content. <laughs> I consider it the highest to be pranked by Howard Stern. So what I did, I called back and left a message that you pranked me on my show, which is fine with me. I don't have an issue with that, but I'd like to be have Howard as a guest so we could talk the entire show. I said, so tell Howard I want him on my show. No need to prank me. He can have the whole show. I mean, anyone who has Howard, the ratings go through the roof. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. That would be awesome. I mean, can you imagine me getting that call? Listen, listen, you're on with Howard Stern right now. Well, and the funny thing is I really like Howard. I'm not a fan of his show and that level by any means, but I my favorite show of all time is America's Got Talent. And when I he love was that a judge, show. that's my mm-hmm. favorite. And when he mm-hmm. was a judge, he was brilliant, he was kind. Yep. He wasn't like the Howard people know on his show. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, So anyway, I know you're still on the line. Uh, and if I'm making a mistake, so be it. But I'm willing to bet that it was Howard Stern. And when I said that just now, they just got off the line. But you know what? <laughs> After the show, I have all the numbers from my studio. I will call that number. And I'll bet anything. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Well, great. We love, I, I think Howard Stern is great simply because he has a, as an opinion on something and he's willing to stand behind it and back it up. And his story is actually great. You know, if you've ever watched the movie, it's it's a I great did. story. I did yeah. watch the movie. And as mm-hmm. I said, he's one of the people that I would love to have. Oprah, my role model, being another one I would love to have. Yes. These are my, like, favorite favorite that I'd love to have. Okay, having said that, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> So show is appreciation of fathers and mothers and Howard Stern today. <laughs> okay. So um, getting back to you two, because I, I love talking to you and you're giving such good advice. Uh, 
Tracy, how would you describe yourself as a mother, your words about you as a mother? Um, I think I'm very caring, uh, giving, nurturing, um, very uh, non-judgmental. Um, I give them the space and the freedom that they need to be who they need to be. Um, and they know that um, I'm a, an amazing safety net, that if anything truly ever went wrong, I'd be there to catch them. And if you could change one thing about you, what would that be? Um, as a parent or as a person? As a parent. Okay, as a parent. Um, wow, what would I change? Um, I know it's hard. But I asked it because I consider the two of you perfect. So I do realize <laughs> what a difficult oh, it's question, a trick question it is. It's a trick question, Joyce. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, man. Um, uh, you know, I, I was about to say something and then realized that I don't even, I wouldn't even want to have changed that. And And so when the kids were younger, um, we may have been more, you know, we would elevate our voice, you know. We would yell sometimes to get our point across. And then afterwards, actually, when, you know, it would calm down a bit, we would actually um, end up apologizing and, and you know, uh, you know, sorry, we raised our voice. We, we didn't, we shouldn't have done that to make a point. Um, and but that's what where I you think, were then. Yes, that's where we were, and so I was kind of looking at that. Maybe that's, you know, what I would have changed, but what I like now is, you know, I can see with my own kids now that they apologize for kind of um, for kind of non-optimal, you know, kind of responses type of thing, and and so I think even that served in some sort of capacity in that even if we made a mistake, which was a lot, you know, we would apologize. We would say, you know what, we were wrong in, in, in that decision or in that whatever, and, and you were right. And um, yeah, it was, it, And I think they learned from that that it's okay to be wrong and the other person be right. But so, and, I, I'm a, yeah, I'm not finding anything that's jumping I didn't at expect me. you to. That's why I say for anyone else, it's kind of easy. For you guys, it has to be hard. Dave, you kind of answered that before. Uh, Is there anything you want to add to that, what you would change about you? Um, Yeah, the only thing I would, yeah, I guess I would uh, kind of concur a bit with uh, Tracy in that, you know, when you're younger and inexperienced, um, you know, growing a family, you can be kind of very reactive to things, you know, and you possibly, you know, lose your temper and realize that, you know, losing your temper doesn't help you and doesn't help anybody else. And it's it's something that, you know, you're kind of reacting to and responding to. And um, and so I guess, you know, I can think of a couple times or, you know, many times, I guess, raising the kids that that kind of spontaneity would happen. But like Tracy says, you have that apology afterwards. And so they learn that, you know what, we're not perfect, um, and when you make a mistake, you know, apologize for it. Or, you know, if somebody needs a hand or somebody doesn't quite understand your viewpoint, help them out. 
So and that's what two our or foibles three words, do. How would you describe yourself as a father? I uh, definitely, I kind of held the foundation in place. Very supportive of, of the kids, of Tracy. Really, I see myself almost as the protector provider in so many ways as we, you know, move through all of the younger years, really kind of provide a lot of stability where, and Tracy would kind of be the, the more the nurturing side of things. So that was more than three words. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Uh, I think, as I said, you guys are really awesome, and I definitely want to have you back a lot more. Uh, I, it's To be on that level uh, with your children, with each other, I truly don't know very many people I could say that about. Folks, so this show, let it be your role model show. And then if you make the decision, oh, I see where I'm off base, I do want to change things, then ask yourself the question, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem, an original by yours truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? If not now, when? That is the question. Let me go to you first, Tracy. What uh, is your message that you would like to leave with our audience that kind of sums up this whole show today for you? Um, I, I think it would be that put yourself in the position of guardian as opposed to controller and um, let your children kind of make the mistakes as young as possible because then they understand uh, responsibility and consequences and start to incorporate that into their decision-making at a very young age. Very good. And you, Dave, what would be your concluding message? Um, The concluding message would be look around you, see what is actually in fact in front of you, or see in actuality 
what behaviors or why people are doing stuff and don't put your own message in there or don't take the word from somebody else or what my parents used to tell me about how to raise kids and or my best friend who who is a single look around make your own decisions take fact as fact and uh, I think so much of it so many of us would be much better off just doing that so first, let me thank both of you. It truly is a pleasure to have you both on the show. Uh, maybe somewhere, sometime, we'll have one or more of your children join along. I think they're great as well. And uh, for my concluding message, I, I want to share with you this prayer that I've written for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May today be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams come Coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories, and manifesting marvelous miracles. And folks, we invite you to laugh along with us, sing along with us, dance along with us, and you can do that starting right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired by her show and her poetry was just so good you know i want to listen to joyce again and again as joyce would say if not now when he did the mash the joyce barry mash joyce barry mash she is a coaching smash he did the mash you'll catch on in a flash he did the mash the Joyce Barry Mash. Wow. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's wow. a home business wizard and she's just begun. Wow. She's wow. a coaching sensation for not just me or wow. you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry Mash. Joyce Barry Mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash! Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.